What is up, everybody? This is Dr. Joe Armstrong. If you're listening on the day this came out, it's Christmas. Merry Christmas, everybody. I appreciate you taking some time out of your day on Christmas to listen to our episode. It's going to stay short today because, as is tradition, Emily, Brad, myself are all taking time off and trying to regroup, get ready for the new year, finish up some last-minute stuff for the end of this year, and we need that time. We need it bad, just like all of you do as well. Last week, we talked about some of the issues up at the Darien Morris. We are going to get back to that conversation, hopefully next week, where we get a chance to discuss what we've found, the people we've called, tried to figure this problem out. So stay tuned for that. But this week, we're just doing a quick recap by we, I mean me, doing a quick recap of the 2023 Minnesota Cattlemen's Annual Convention, which was amazing, had a great time there, and a new educational tool that I've had the opportunity to acquire with help of my colleagues and the livestock team here at the University of Minnesota. That's what we're getting into today. Thank you for being here. So first up, what we're talking about is the 2023 Minnesota Cattlemen's Annual Convention. It was up in Alexandria this year. I love this event, mostly because I meet so many people throughout the year, and this is one of the rare times that everyone is together, gathered from around the entire state. Have to give a big shout out to the people responsible for the event. We've got Caitlin Root working super hard on this, who is the Minnesota Cattlemen's Executive Director and the coordinator of the BQA program at the Minnesota Beef Council. She did an amazing job. She had tons of help, and I have to give a shout out to those people as well. Heather and Ashley at the Minnesota Beef Council keep everything running super smooth, and they are on top of it put a lot of hours in to make sure this event runs right. So thank you very much there. Kelly Schmidt as well, who is the executive director of the Minnesota Beef Council. Can't forget him. And then John Dilworth. John is responsible for communications and all the beef retail and food service partner stuff that goes on at the Minnesota Beef Council. I also have to give a huge shout out to the Minnesota State Cattlemen's officer team. Jake Thompson did a lot of work. He's taking his turn being president, doing all the nitty gritty work that goes along with that, doing a great job. And then, of course, we can't forget Mark, Rachel, Grant, Kevin, Angie, and Chris. You guys did an amazing job with this event, and it, it always goes smooth. So I really appreciate all the work that you have all done for the cattle industry. Here's where I put in my plug for the Minnesota State Cattlemen's Association. If you're not a member, I encourage you to be one dairy beef it doesn't really matter if you have cattle this is a great organization that works for you to make sure you have a voice that voice and the magnitude of that voice only gets bigger as the membership grows so i encourage you to join i really do think it is worth every penny that you spend on this membership right now they're also offering an incentive to join with membership, a producer membership, you're going to get a one liter Epernex Poron. That's a big value, very useful product. So thank you, BI, for helping with that sponsorship on that. Please get out there and join the Minnesota State Cattlemen's Association. Now, what was the highlight besides just seeing everybody at this Cattlemen's Association? I love seeing all these producers learn from each other. There is so much that can happen even just in a 5, 10, 15, 20-minute conversation between producers. They learn from each other. They ask very specific questions about what that operation is doing. And all of a sudden, we've got a transfer of information that's way more effective than I could ever be 
because there's an inherent trust built between producers, they're in the same game, they're on the ground, they're in the trenches together, you can't replicate that kind of trust. So I love seeing that, and there was plenty of that. Especially this year, we had a panel about cover crops, how to do that effectively, extending the grazing season. It's amazing when I talk to certain producers, even producers pretty far up north in Minnesota, if everything works out right with ice, because ice is a big problem when we get a big layer of ice before we get snow. But if everything works out right, we've got producers, even in northern Minnesota, grazing out into mid-January and not having to go to stored feeds until January. Sometimes they can even stretch it to mid-January. That's amazing. And that's a huge savings and changes everything when it comes to having to feed that cow over the winter, which is the absolute most expensive part of raising cattle in Minnesota. Other than that, my my number one moment at the Minnesota State Cattlemen's Association is always the presenting of the award for Minnesota Cattlemen of the Year. This year was extra special because I got a chance to see someone that has always been an amazing friend and has always helped the Minnesota cattle industry a ton, Mike Landite, give an award to his friend, Mark Pankinen. And Mark is one of the nicest people I've ever met in the cattle industry and the most helpful generous with his time, generous with his information, always ready to be there and support anything the cattlemen are doing. And he was awarded the Minnesota State Cattlemen's Cattlemen of the Year Award this year. So congratulations to Mark Pankinen. I was doing good at the awards ceremony, everyone feeling the love in the room. And I was doing just fine until Mike started breaking down. And that got me. Tears all around, lots of tears in the room. It's an emotional thing to be awarded the Minnesota State Cattlemen's Award. And very deserving for Mark Pankinen. Congrats again, Mark. So what else was I doing there? I really enjoy this event because I get to be there in two capacities. I get to be there as an attendee who's there to hang out, network, see people I haven't seen for a while, make connections. But I also get to be there as a vendor. We have a booth. We have an extension booth. I get to hang out with one of my favorite people, Tom Rothman who is the Director of Government and Agricultural Outreach at Extension. We hang out in the booth, we talk to people. This year we had a few more people in the booth and that's because I had the opportunity a while ago to purchase a new educational tool and it is a life-size cow. And this cow has a lot of opportunities to help teach basic management skills to producers around the state and I'm very excited that we have this life-size Hereford cow named Helga, Helga the Hereford. So we had a ton of people in our booth because it's hard to miss a full-size cow on the trade show floor. And I can take the top off of her so she doesn't look quite right because you can see all the way inside. What can Helga do? Well, Helga is a primarily is a dystocia simulator. So a calving simulator. We can teach people how to go through the process of helping an animal that's having difficulty calving and do it in a situation where there's no pressure. Nothing is going to die when we're working on this cow. We have a full-size 70-pound calf that has fully articulating limbs. The joints all bend the correct way. They also don't bend any direction they shouldn't. So it's very realistic. I can put that calf inside the cow we can put it in whatever position we want, and then we can figure out how to get it out the back without the pressure of an emergency situation. It's really difficult to learn 
in an emergency situation, especially if you have the pressure of someone looking over your shoulder that you know is more experienced. That is basically, yep, basically I just described all of vet school. You're trying to learn in a high pressure situation with someone who knows way more than you do looking over your shoulder. That's a tough spot to learn in. So this is an opportunity to do that learning without the pressure. That's the goal of this cow. So we have a dystocia simulator that is very accurate. What else can Helga do? Helga has a fully working udder. The udder is separated into four quarters. I can put mastitic milk in one of the quarters and we can help people identify what does mastitis look like in the milk. We can also use that udder to look at udder prep for the dairy side and making sure that we are getting everything clean and we're doing that process correctly. Hands-on learning for something like that is so much more powerful than trying to do it just through video or just through voice like this is or just through a presentation. It doesn't work. You got to get your hands on a cow. And if we can do that initial intermediate step on a cow where you can make mistakes and it's not moving around and it's not trying to kick you, let's do it there rather than trying to do it in the parlor right away. That's the goal with that. The same thing applies to her working tail vein. So taking blood, just something as simple as getting blood out of a cow is an essential skill, especially if you live a long ways from a vet clinic and you need to get blood occasionally. We can do that with this cow. Again, not a live animal, so we can poke this tail a bunch and we're not making the animal uncomfortable. That's really, really key. There's no pressure to get it right all the time, every time, right away. Because Helga does not care how many times you poke her in the tail. She's not alive. She's not feeling anything. This is the situation we want to learn in before we try to take those skills out to a live animal. Those are the basic skills that we have available with Helga. I'm really excited about the dystocia piece. That is a skill. You just have to do it a ton of times before you get good at it. There's lots of lots of cattlemen out there that are really good at helping cows that are having difficulty calving. But there's a lot of people that would really appreciate more practice without the pressure. So that's the goal. We're trying to get skills to cattlemen that are basic skills, management skills in a low pressure situation and teach them all the things I had to learn the hard way by doing things wrong initially or trying to figure things out as I went. We're going to get that out of the way first. And I'm really, really excited to do so. Helga will be traveling around the state. You might see her out and about at events. Feel free, come up and talk to me. I'm more than happy to discuss if we can have Helga at other events, if we can set up a training. That's the point. That's what we want to do. We want her out on the road helping producers as much as possible. So you can get a hold of me, 612-624-3610. That's the same number as the podcast. You can email the Room at umn.edu, or you can email me, armst225 at umn.edu. Questions, comments, scathing rebuttals about this episode, please get a hold of us, the Room at umn.edu. Check out our website, extension.umn.edu. Check us out on Twitter at umnmoosroom and at umnfarmsafety. Bradley's on Instagram at umnwcrocdairy. Thank you, everybody, for listening today. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. We will talk to you next week. Bye. Ooh.